In this episode, we'll discuss the startling implications of Jesus' use of the phrase, I am, in the Gospel of John. Welcome to the Thoughtful Catholic Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck White. Please join me on an adventurous search for the true, the good, and the beautiful. The Church noticed long ago that St. John remarkably captures Jesus using the phrase, I am, more than the other three Gospels combined. I found 21 times in John's Gospel where Jesus uses the phrase with a predicate noun or without a predicate at all. You probably can recall some of the instances of his use of this phrase with a predicate noun. For example, I am the bread of life, or I am the light of the world, or I am the good shepherd, or I am the way, the truth, and the life. And that's just to mention a few. And he uses the phrase I am about eight times with no predicate at all. The Koine Greek phrase that St. John uses in his gospel is ego eimi which, when not used with a predicate, can mean I am, or I am he, or it is I. Here's perhaps the most startling example, found in the 8th chapter of the Gospel of John, verses 57 to 59. Quote, Then the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and you have seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. So they took up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. End quote. A me is the first person singular, present tense, indicative form of the Koine Greek verb to be. And this first person use of the phrase, I am, sounds jarring, doesn't it? You'd expect Jesus to say, before Abraham was, I was, or something similar to that. St. John Chrysostom, a doctor of the church and archbishop of Constantinople, who died early in the 5th century, explains, quote, But wherefore said he not, before Abraham was, I was, instead of, I am? As the Father uses this expression, I am, so also does Christ, for it signifies continuous being, irrespective of all time, on which account the expression seemed to them to be blasphemous. Now, if they could not bear the comparison with Abraham, though this was but a trifling one, had he continually made himself equal to the Father, would they had ever ceased casting stones at him? End quote. Again, this is from St. John Chrysostom in a homily on the Gospel of John, homily 55. St. John Chrysostom was referring to God revealing his name to Moses in the burning bush in the third chapter of the book of Exodus. There we read, quote, Then Moses said to God, If I come to the people of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who am. And he said, Say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. End quote. Again, that's the third chapter of the book of Exodus, verses 13 and 14. I am is a form of the verb to be, 
and the name of God derived from these verses is represented over 6,000 times in the Old Testament by four Hebrew consonants, Yud, He, Vav, and He, or transliterated into English, Y-H-W-H. Scholars have hypothesized that it's the third person form of the verb, to be, meaning either he is, or he will be, or even a causative form, he causes to be. Both Jews and Catholics hold this name to be ineffable, that is, not to be pronounced. St. John Chrysostom's contention that Jesus was making himself equal to the Father is bolstered by the fact that the audience wanted to stone him. That was the penalty for blasphemy. According to the Mosaic Law found in the book of Leviticus, chapter 24, verse 16. Now, another way to translate ego, ami, is I am he. Here's an example of that from the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 28. Quote, so Jesus said, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he. End quote. Other verses from the Gospel of John in which Jesus uses the phrase, I am he, are chapter 8, verse 24. I told you you would die in your sins, for you will die in your sins unless you believe that I am he. Or chapter 13, verse 19. I tell you this now before it takes place, that when it does take place, you may believe that I am he. Finally, in the Garden of Gethsemane, in chapter 18 of John's Gospel, starting with verse 4. Quote, then Jesus, knowing all that was to befall him, came forward and said to them, Whom do you seek? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. Judas, who betrayed him, was standing with them. When he said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. End quote. Notice that the guards fell to the ground after Jesus said, I am he. Why do you suppose that was? It's because God referred to himself by the title, I am he, or in Hebrew, Ani Hu, at least eight times in the Old Testament. The Judeans would have been very familiar with these passages. In the Septuagint, the Greek Old Testament, favored by the inspired authors of the New Testament, Ani Hu, or I am he, is translated Ego Ami in the Koine Greek, the same phrase that John uses in his gospel. So here are just three of the eight examples from the Old Testament. First, from the 41st chapter of the book of Isaiah, verse 4. Who has performed and done this, calling the generations from the beginning? I, the Lord, the first, and with the last, I am he. And in the 43rd chapter of the book of Isaiah, verse 10. You are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me no God was formed, nor shall there be any after me. End quote. And our last example from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32, verse 39. See now that I, even I, am he, and there is no God beside me. I kill and I make alive, I wound and I heal, and there is none that can deliver out of my hand. So I am he is a title that God used for himself. Pope Benedict XVI in his book, Jesus of Nazareth, wrote, quote, 
So what does it mean when Jesus says, I am he? At the time of hope for a new exodus at the end of the Babylonian exile, Deutero-Isaiah took up once again the message of the burning bush and developed it in a new direction. You are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me no God was formed, nor shall there be any after me. I, I am YHWH, and besides me there is no Savior. That you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. The old formula, any YHWH, is now abbreviated to any who. I, he, or I am he. The I am has become more emphatic, and while it remains a mystery, it has also become clearer. End quote. And what is clear is this. Jesus, by appropriating the divine I am and I am he for himself, was indicating to us and to his listeners his divinity. <laughs> You've been listening to the Thoughtful Catholic Podcast. Come back soon.